he's referred to as the man in the back of the room and introduced as the voice of God. He's told U.S. presidents where to sit, given Tony and Grammy award-winning celebrities direction, and lectured scads of students. But as he likes to point out, the event entertainment expert you don't know, you don't know, Anthony Bellata. And Bellatified. Well, hello there and welcome to episode 31 of Bolotified, the one and only podcast about event entertainment and engagement. I'm Anthony Bolotta, and I'm here as I am every week with my cohort in crime. That's Alex Apostolides. What's up, Alex? Hello. Hi. Hello. Is it I'll, as beautiful there as it is here? The sun finally is, came out and it's gorgeous. It is It is beautiful here. Um, usually there is only about six or seven miles of distance between Alex and I when we're doing this podcast. But today uh, I'm in Las Vegas and Alex is back in San Diego and uh, we are visiting Las Vegas with family. And so we're going to talk about Las Vegas. We actually spoke with Katie... Pate, not so long ago, who talked about Vegas. She does quite a bit of work with, mm-hmm. with the city and the, uh, the Convention Visitors Bureau here. And so we thought it'd be interesting to give an update, sort of a live update as to what's happening here in the center of the universe, if you will, <laughs> in, in, in the, in, I, I should call it the, the adult playground of the world, the leading adult playground of the world. Uh, and it's considered one of the entertainment capitals of the world. Just saying. For sure. For sure. Uh, you know, you don't even have to pay for a show here to be entertained. Yes, That's why it's the true. entertainment capital. Yes, it is. Uh, so, uh, so that's where, where we are. We are actually uh, recording. While recording this, we are in our room at the Bellagio Hotel where we are staying. And the headlines here in Las Vegas are indeed very interesting. I would say headline number one, Alex, is that Las Vegas is 100% open. And that means they're open and ready at 100% capacity. They are ready to book and fill every crevice of space they have here. They were supposed to do this June 1st. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so there are a few weeks ahead of schedule, but it's been announced uh, when we checked in here on Sunday. So when, all right, so let me give a little context. When, when I come to Las Vegas with my family, we normally check in on a Sunday and stay to a Wednesday or Thursday because, you know, the rooms are less expensive and it's usually not as crowded. Well, that can't be said for this trip. It feels crowded and the rules, the mask wearing rules um, are much more lenient now. In fact, the hotel has a, uh, it's not a compulsory mask rule anymore. Uh, and they're saying that if you're, you are vaccinated, you don't need to wear a mask, but it's on the honor system. So, you know, our family chooses to wear masks when we're out and about, even though we're all vaccinated. Uh, we, you know, we like sending mixed messages anyway. It's more fun <laughs> that way. <laughs> um, so, so we're finding that some people are wearing masks, some people are not. And, and remember for this short time 
the the uh, floors would have um, uh, little sticky, you know, circular. Uh, please stay, wait here, stay six feet apart. Uh, well, they're gone, and people are willy nilly in there, in there moving from A to B, mm. like they once were. So I had read that they were going to do a three foot protocol, but not even that, huh? That they had reduced from six feet to three feet. Not even that, right? No, 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 not even that. There's really very little protocol in place. This is now, I think we're in phase. You've been warned, you know, live at your own risk. We need to get back to normal. This is the phase we're in. So it's, I mean, in some sense, that's the way it's always been. It's basically has always, it's always been, you must understand what's going on and then make decisions that are best for you as an individual with freedoms and rights. But now it's for sure in your face, you know, we are no longer taking responsibility. If you've been vaccinated and you don't feel you need a mask, great, don't wear one. But if you want I'm to wear curious. one, great if you're getting any kind of uh, odd looks or anything as you guys move out and about with your masks on, because I know I've had some friends that have uh, have had to deal with that, some I think little maybe, bit of negativity towards them. So here, here's what I think it is. Yeah, I do. I, I think that we are getting a bit of that. People just glancing over who are unmasked that see us with masks. And then you see the, the, the look on their face change, you know, their sort of energy. But I honestly choose to believe that we are all struggling with the idea of going maskless and being given this, this little uh, carrot, if you will, to, you know, take our masks off. I think some people are feeling the guilt and the you know, they're not really sure whether they're making the right decision in not wearing a mask. That's how what I choose to believe it is, because at the end of the day, it's a personal decision. And people can look at me all they want with my mask on. And that's how I choose to believe they're what they what I choose to believe they're thinking when they see that uh, the in the casinos. There are no dividers in between the stations, the, the one-armed bandit stations, if you will, the slot machines, there are no dividers. Whereas, um, so for those of you who don't know the Baladas, um, I probably am the black sheep in that I don't love going to the casinos and I don't go except for when I'm with my family because that's the one thing everybody else loves to do. So when they come to visit me, we go to the casinos in San Diego. And when we can, we come to Vegas as a family. Well, we went to Barona and we, we went to Sequan, two San Diego uh, area casinos. And both of them, as I recall, definitely I remember Barona did, had, had, had custom uh, plexiglass dividers made that were branded that they put in between machines and then they had some that were shut off that you couldn't use to keep social distancing happening you what know? were the crowds like in san diego versus oh 
no it was they were well first of all we went on a tuesday evening and a wednesday evening i would say they were they were very very small we went to Sequan in the afternoon it was like late in, in the afternoon and it was very they were slow comparatively when we got here to las vegas on sunday evening we checked in around 5 p.m and we had to wait in line now they do have a con a contact list a contact list uh way to check into your room here at uh the uh, Bellagio, as do all MGM hotels, but it requires getting their app and then signing in in advance, registering it in advance. And then they have a special kiosk away from the registration, the standard re registration, where you can have your key printed. But we didn't take that step, so we waited in line. I don't think I ever will again because I have that app. So I think I'll just use it and engage yeah, it why not? because we then found where the keys are actually made in the hotel. At first, it was a bit of a question like, well, where do you get the key? You still have to wait in line. I didn't realize that they had taken care of that step. So it is completely contactless. Uh, and I think that nobody was using it, by the way. The line was long, wow. which is to say that people don't have that app. Uh, and also there's something there's another phenomenon at play here, I think, and that is the fact that the the big hoteliers here in Vegas, we have come to learn um, discounted the made a, 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 a intention of discounting the strip rooms and such to bring people and they got an influx of people, but uh, not necessarily high rollers, not people who are spending a lot of dough tipping correctly, uh, you know, following the standard protocols that the hospitality industry recognizes. Uh, and so they, I think, pulled back on that from what we understand. What's interesting is that some of the things that we'll talk about today, we found just through local media sources, the tipping guide that D'Angelo found uh, in uh, Vegas to go, which is by Las Vegas magazine as a, a tipping guide, which, which, you know, we're tippers and my family, yeah. we, you know, and you are too, we're, we're, we believe in the value of a good tip and, and the value of good service. And um, so it's interesting to learn some of these because I think in some cases we do over tip a bit. The standard is 15 to 20% at a restaurant. And that really hasn't changed for any kind of a meal service. Right. Okay. Um, and that standard really is the same uh, where spa and salon services are concerned. So if you get a massage or you have a haircut or you have your nails done or a pedicure, it's 15 to 20% of the service. Um, the bag for a bell attendant is the, the standard fee is one to $2 per bag which is very, very reasonable. Housekeepers, one to $2 per day. I don't think I've ever given less than $5 to a housekeeper a day. I mean, I'm surprised it's so low. I think that should be per person at very least, but that's what it is, one to $2 per day per housekeeper, per room. Uh, concierge, 
to, this is a good one, I think, for people to know. The concierge expected tip is between two and twenty dollars per appointment or reservation that they make, and that variance is based on the difficulty and the time it takes to get that reservation or appointment. So when you say that, I mean, an appointment with the, you having an appointment with the concierge or any appointments that the concierge makes for you? The, the appointment that is made for you by the concierge okay. uh, or the reservation. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you use them to get you a hair appointment, get you a nail appointment, and they're going to call whether they're going to call in the hotel or they're going to find you the service you want or the meal that you want in the right restaurant. And the right concierge will have the right connections in the city to get you those seats when they're really otherwise unavailable. Uh, so the tipping is, is, is really what they work for. And the knowledge base that they gain is, 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 is what they sell. Uh, so they do work on the tip and they do those connections they do make are valuable, right? I have to uh, say I'm a little embarrassed because I am a generous tipper. And I don't think I've ever really utilized a concierge other than a quick question or maybe a map, but it wasn't something that I thought to tip. So here's my, here is my thing. If you, if it's a quick question, like where's the closest best restaurant, then that's that they could say, Oh, go get it by blah, 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 blah here. Then I don't believe that a tip is necessarily uh, appropriate because there's a very good chance that really quick go here will pay off for that concierge in some way. Free coffee, whatever it is, there's a relationship, right? There's a connection usually. And it didn't take any time or effort. If in fact you want to acknowledge, then I would say a dollar or two at most in those circumstances would be nice and appreciated. But I do believe that's different from getting you an appointment or getting you a reservation and taking the time to make a call and setting you up and then calling your room and saying, uh, yes, uh, Ms. Apostolides, you have a four o'clock appointment with the massage therapist for a 90 minute appointment. Please get there 15 minutes. You know, they've done all that work. So that's the tip. Um, Cocktail servers, a dollar to two per drink, per drink, nothing surprising there. Taxi drivers, 15%. The only interesting there thing there is that if you take a Lyft, I'm, I'm not so sure about Lyft, I can't speak to that, maybe you can. But if you take an Uber, you're given some options, some tipping options, and, and they're not typically 15%. They're, they're based on the trip, they could be a very varied percentage, right? I think, isn't it three, five, and 10? So sometimes it could be. I feel like I've had the choice. I haven't taken an Uber. Uh, Angela, let us know if we're wrong. You, you're the biggest uh, user of Uber. But, uh, and I don't know the, the protocol with Lyft, but 15% for a taxi driver can be rather steep. So, and if you're coming from the airport, which we did not do to a hotel, it could be 20 to $30 with all the fees, you know? So you're talking about another $5, $6. Um, 
here's an interesting one that we didn't we didn't know. And I assume oh, one more. If you um if you would that everyone should know one more about car valet, it's three to five dollars per parking or retrieving your car. So that's interesting because I've always just when I've gotten my car tipped, not when I've dropped it off, unless I had excessive bags or something. So I feel I've been educated and will now start tipping on the in and out. Um, and three to five dollars is, I think, more than I usually tip. Like if I have bags, I'll tip a little bit more. But if it's just in and out, I'm, I'm accustomed to two dollars. I feel a little cheap in saying that, but that's what I, I'll normally do. I think I'll go to three. This is the thing. When you're staying at a resort, and this is why I feel the way that I do. When we stay at these hotels, when I'm visiting my family, for example, in Florida, and I'm staying for 12 nights, and I have a car that I'm bringing in and out several times a day, that adds up, right? That tip that tip becomes 15, 20, $25 a day, depending on how many times you're coming in and out. And so that, that I think is excessive. You know, I do believe that's a bit excessive. Um, your dealer here, because we're in Las Vegas. So your dealer, if you, if you're playing cards at a table or you're playing craps, you should tip them your average bet once to two times one to two times per hour, which is interesting because that's not whether you win or lose. There's no caveat there. It's just you tip them your average bet one to two times per hour. So you better be winning or you better be including that tip in your in your thinking process. Right, right. Um, I, I mean, I don't generally play tables when I go. That's not my thing because I'm there to relax. I don't want to have to do quick math. Um, that's just not enjoyable to me. <laughs> When I feel yeah. eyes staring at me, you know, unless it's something like roulette or craft. Right. But right. Um, so I did not realize I thought it was I honestly thought you tipped you tipped out basically when you leave. I didn't realize you did that. No, you know, and I think most people tip when they win at a table. That's pretty standard, especially and the bigger the pot, then, you know, usually the bigger the tip. Uh, but that is interesting to know. However, if you're at the slots, then you would give the slot attendant two to 5% of a total payout. That's what they say. So they say yeah. the wording is a total payout. So I assume it's you winning. That's if, when you're giving them a tip. But is that, if it's a big winning and they're there, I mean, obviously if you just are hitting your cash out and there's no slot attendant, you just go find a random slot attendant? I've, I mean, I've assumes you find one and they help you. But yeah. here, if you win a jackpot, huge jackpot, you have to yeah. see a slot attendant. Right. So we would assume two to 5% of a huge jackpot because they could be in the machines now. I mean, here in Vegas, you could win $50,000 in a machine more likely. So, you know, 2% of a $50,000 payout is not bad. Um, and, and not to get off the subject of this, but uh, D'Angelo is telling us that according to Glamour magazine, you should tip 15% to your Uber driver, even though the Uber app doesn't have any suggestion of an amount at all. They do prompt you at the end of the ride. 
but um, that according to Glamour, uh, $3 for short trips is appropriate and five to $10 or $5 for trips that are uh, five to 10 miles. So they have a protocol, Glamour Magazine. I think what's important here is that you use your best judgment and you realize that, uh, you know, this is a service. Vegas is a service town. Hospitality is a service industry. And uh, the tipping is is not only appropriate, but it's assumed. Yeah. You know, I always my Uber drivers always get 20%. And if it's always 20% or at the very least $5. I don't think I ever tip an Uber driver less than $5. Just It's appropriate. And you know, while we're on the subject of tipping, Alex, um, let's just talk briefly about the catering manager and the conference services manager and the bell, the, uh, the housemen, uh, and those back of house people, um, the banquet captain, um, it is very appropriate to tip those people in those, in those positions as well. They won't ask for one, and there is no, there's really no protocol, but it is a nice way to budget. It's a nice way to say thank you to a really stellar team, and it's easy to budget because it's completely uh, at random. It's completely up to you. You decide what it is you want to tip, what your budget is, whether it's $1,000 that you have to split between people or 10,000, you make that decision. But it is a good practice. Uh, I think, uh, you know, I I hope people don't take offense, but I just think that... um, it shows a real acknowledgement of service and people that go above and beyond in a in positions that are otherwise thankless. When you know in the in the hotel hierarchy, in the in the hospitality hierarchy, the salespeople make the lion's share of the money, and the teams that operate get. In good cases, they'll get a percentage of the uh, the earnings over and above what's expected. You know, so if they push beyond their their boundaries, then the, they get a piece. You know, they 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 might participate in some of the bonuses, but it's still very different than being on the sales end. And so, and the hours are so different. You know, it's not a nine to five sales job by any means, but still, it is definitely more like a 6 a.m. to 12 midnight operations job mm-hmm. where it is never that in sales, you know, uh, and so it's appropriate, you know, and I think it's a, just a great way to show that you are a classy planner who thinks about these things and then it also, I think, gives you as the planner a bit of a way to set your expectations in the diversity that you find in the teams that you find when you're working 
all over the world, all, all over the country, because the, the level of knowledge, the level of ability, it, it's different wherever you go. And so, and it can be frustrating. And so the suggestion is take that frustration away by setting a standard for yourself with a tipping scale. And so you're not getting so frustrated as things aren't going your way when you're dealing with that kind of team. You simply know, well, okay, they're not going to earn the same tip or a tip. And you have some way to sort of calm yourself. It sounds silly, no, but, it, but it's a little bit of mind game that you play to, no. to assure that you're not going to just become so upset because that level changes. You know. Yeah, I do know. I do know. So now let me ask you this. when As a planner and you're working with the venue, and you've got the catering manager and house, you know, all of that. So you're going to budget it in a, a set amount. You're going to put that in that tip, include that tip into your budget so that there are no surprises at the end of the day. Exactly. And you make, and you decide what it is. It's completely arbitrary. You decide, I have a thousand dollars that I'm going to take out of this budget and that's going to be for tipping. And, and then you, and then you can do it even before you know what, who the team is. And it doesn't really matter if, I mean, it's nice to get a big tip, but at the end of the day, if somebody gets a $20 tip, they're not going to balk, you know? So, okay. Tipping, tipping, tipping done. Vegas is open. That's headline number one. Headline number two, obviously, is you should tip if you come here. But I I want to go back to one thing. I have a question for you. Oh, okay. Room upgrades. That was that oh. new to me. That's yes, oh, to me. I did. I was trying not to get in the weeds. Oh, so sorry. that was yes, the one thing right. I did. I, no, but it was the one thing that I did want to get to because I didn't know a thing about this either. So the suggestion is that for a room upgrade, you should tip. Uh, was it fifty dollars for uh, twenty to fifty dollars for a room upgrade uh, to the front desk attendant? Uh, ten to fifty. Excuse me, ten to fifty. Uh, that's the suggested tip amount when your room is upgraded to the front desk agent, I assume it's when they're giving you a free upgrade, not when you're paying for an upgrade. Well, I'm just making that assumption. That's how it's going to apply to Bolada because I think, you know, if you're paying for a, uh, an upgrade, it's a very different, it's a very different uh, equation, if you will. Yes, because you're getting something and so you're giving something, but there does have to, I do believe at some point there has to be a line in the sand when it comes to the tipping, you know, otherwise it becomes, if you're already paying for something and they're checking you in, they're checking you in, whether they're checking you into room A or room B. So, you know. Correct. The... We're at 100% uh, decision uh, wasn't completely arbitrary because they did base it on 60% of the eligible population getting at least their first dose, right? Uh, But I got to assume they opened early because they got there earlier than June 1st. question here is it 60 percent of the eligible population for nevada for clark county uh united states as a whole 
What's that 60% based on? It's nebulous. It's nebulous. I assume it's based on the county records, just like it is in, or the city records, just like it is in, in our city and in our state. And I think, you know, this being one of the major metropolises in, in Nevada, uh, you know, there's a, many more people in Clark County than there are in other counties that they're basing the rulings on this population, I'm assuming. But I'm it's got to be statewide, if not countywide or citywide. The city, uh, you know, Vegas, I'm sure the Convention of Visitors Bureau of Las Vegas has a lot more clout than your, you know, your standard convis, uh, you know, because that is what the city is. It's all that. <laughs> Although infrastructure is going up everywhere, people are moving here. I, I've had a slew of friends move there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People are moving here for sure. So um, interestingly, too, the nightclubs are also with this announcement allowing general admission. And the cost of that is coming down. So what I gather is that during the pandemic and uh, the clubs were not allowing general admission, they were just allowing uh, people, high rollers, people who uh, were doing bottle service and spending a lot of money. And the general admission when they did have it was upwards of $150, some of the clubs that had started doing general admission. But the cost is coming down and will continue to come down, it sounds. And it sounds that by the time we get to September, you won't even need to order bottle service to get into a club at all. That's what we're hearing. Interestingly enough, though, we talked about um, the EDC. And the last we talked about that, it was going to be postponed until next year because the promoters were just done with waiting, mm -hmm. stopping, starting. Uh, but according to um, a, D, uh, a local promoter that I was listening to, uh, that festival is now going to happen in September along with the Life is Beautiful Festival, which is a musical festival, three-day festival. And apparently they're going to be back-to-back -back in September. Now, if you go to the website for EDC, it still shows October dates. So I'm a bit confused as to what's going on there. But this, uh, I was listening to Andre Rain, who does the update, and this update was as of a few days ago. So this has got to be the most up-to-date news. So the, again, the idea is that EDC and the Life is Beautiful Festival, two music festivals will be happening here in Las Vegas in September, back to back. Uh, Life is Beautiful is downtown Las Vegas and the EDC happens at the, road, at the Speedway, as we know. Mm -hmm. The Art of the Wild three-day music festival is also going to happen as planned. I don't have a date on that. I do believe it is in August. And, uh, and the summer will bring back some shows. In June, Blue Man Group is coming back to the Luxor. Their first week is the 24th, the week of the 24th of June. And they are 99% sold out. Wow. Wow. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, their first, I want to say their first two shows are sold out and their first two weeks are about 85% sold out. Uh, coming in July, 
Garth Brooks, Chelsea Handler, Bill Maher, Trevor Noah, <gasps> and uh, Bruno Mars has a package that uh, that MGM Entertainment is selling. Uh, we were looking at the package. There was one that is a $6,000 package that includes uh, a room night. It might even be a suite. Tickets to the show might even be on the floor. Uh, and it's sold out. That, that package is sold out. Uh, we know that uh, Mystir and O both open in July, July 1st openings, as I recall. And both of them are, are close to sold out in those first few weeks of opening. Uh, it's an interesting phenomenon, seeing that people really obviously want to come back and want to see shows and are just, what's interesting here, headline number two, the value of the experience, that $6,000 that I just mentioned, mm -hmm. is a lot of money, yeah, but, it is. but they sold out which says people are hungry for the experiences and they don't care how much they are. At least they can get that in Vegas. Uh, I'm sure there's you know, quite a mark on that. I, I honestly don't remember what was in the full package, but it was still, it, it's still a pretty pricey package. Uh, the value of experiences has gone up. That's a good lesson for us to know. Yes. And it's good to see that, you know, there is money out there that people have either budgeted for this when we reopened or that people, there are people out there that can still afford this. Well, there are people out there that are not suffering financially. Mm -hmm. we, we, we can't forget those people. And they've been, uh, they, they've been the hardest hit because they can't spend their money and that's difficult uh i'm not crying i'm i'm i i just can understand their need for experiences that's awesome and for anybody listening out there i'm ready for a surf and turf main lobster and filet mignon dinner just you know if you're really dying to spend money out yeah at a, at a fancy rancy a fancy schmancy restaurant at I a fancy it. schmancy restaurant of course Speaking uh, of which, I did yes. when, when I did want to talk about the dining experience there. So the dining experience is a bit difficult at this time. Uh, we're again at the Bellagio, and uh, you know we like our tr our sweets and treats before we go to bed, and it's so difficult to find anything open. Very limited options during the day. The one thing that the Bellagio is doing, and I assume that all of the MGM properties are doing is the the food outlets that are closed do have a placard or sign in front with a QR code leading you to other open facilities in the hotel. The issue is that, um, you know, there are high-end restaurants open. The buffets are all still shut down. And uh, you can't just drop in with a party of seven anymore and just get a table. It's, it's a bit difficult. So we have had to maneuver. Uh, we've, you know, we've been lucky. We've managed to get the reservations, but we've had to, we've had to get reservations, something we've not had to do in the past. And, uh, and that's not easy to do for seven and people. That takes a little bit. I mean, on my end, that takes a little bit away from the 
vacation experience because I like to plan, but I don't like to nano plan, if yes. that makes sense. You know, I want to, I want to eat where I want to eat when I want to eat there. You know, it like if I could decide I want sushi and then five minutes later go, nah, let's do pizza, you know, whatever. But just to uh, having to plan that um, becomes a lot more difficult. Yes. And see, some people love it. They plan their travels around the restaurants they'll be dining in and they they're you know, when they book a hotel, they book the restaurants. I, I agree with you. I like to take it as it comes and decide as we're going along and not be tied to a seven o'clock reservation or a five o'clock reservation or to me that feels like work. So I, yeah. I completely agree uh, with with seven people and two of them being elderly and needing assistance. Um, it's been a bit tricky traversing around here a bit the the group the 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 crowds are that thick on the sidewalks wow. you know, we did go outside yeah it's a bit tough yeah still trying to get my father's scooter down the sidewalk was a bit difficult for him wow it is are it there is there? yes there are children here there are families here. It is not at full 100%, but they're ready and open and they're going to accept it when it comes. I wonder how they're going to handle it. I wonder because, you know, we know what's going on in the restaurant industry. Mm -hmm. They're having a hard time getting their employees back. I wonder what they're doing here and how they're going to staff people here when, when the crowds really return. Uh, because even though it's crowded, uh, there you can tell that it's not full capacity you know it's really not quite there there is a bit of a difference but it's crowded definitely crowded and there are no partitions i was saying this earlier between the tables the between the people sitting at the table or at any of the machines but there are partitions between some of the dealers and the players not not in all cases either it's very interesting uh so the restaurant thing is tricky uh limited options at all of the hotels uh and uh you should make reservations if you're coming that's good to know i would i would imagine that now that they're at 100 percent, you know that might change but i don't know we'll, we'll see we'll see how it goes right a lot of things are not coming back, not only shows, but showrooms that oh, are not really? coming back uh, and clubs and bars. One of the most famous was Cleopatra's Barge at Caesars Palace. And we happened to have dinner at Carmine's in the, the shops at Caesars Palace in the Coliseum there. And mm -hmm. so we walked, we were walking towards that restaurant through caesar's thinking okay where are we because this all looks so different well it is they've put in a food court and they've changed it all up and cleopatra's barge is for sure gone because you walked past it to get there and it dawned on me wow it's it's gone it's just poof. i want to say that no oh no longer there and apparently no, uh, Dionne Warwick will no longer be at Caesars. She will no longer 
keep up her residency there or return. And Wayne Newton's show will no longer be at Caesars. He's moving to another property on the strip, uh, which is not disclosed yet. I don't even know if it's been selected yet. They're working with his team apparently to find him a new home. Um, the Anthony Cools Experience showroom at the Paris Hotel and Casino. Uh, along with the Anthony Cools Experience and Friends, the musical parody and sex tips for straight women from a gay man. <laughs> they're all going away. They're all gone. No longer will they oh. live at Paris Hotel Casino. So what a shame. Yeah. And, and the Sin City Theater at Planet Hollywood is going bye-bye with the show's Tenors of Rock and Crazy Girls. Uh, Bally's will no longer have their back room. The Rio's Final Night Championship will no longer take place. That's a, I believe it's a wrestling championship. And the Har and Harrow's will no longer have the Bronx Wanderers or John Caparulo's Madcap Comedy. They're all gone. Bye-bye. Wow. Uh, interestingly, too, uh, some of the some of the signage, uh, the billboards on the hotels are old and need to be replaced. Um, Gwen Stefani is still uh, on one of them, and she's not scheduled to be coming here at any time. Uh, Chris Angel is his mind freak show, but that's coming back to Planet Hollywood on July seventh. Usher is going to share. Celine's Theater at Caesars Palace starting on the yeah. 16th of July. I would love to see that, sure. I'm sure that'll be a good show. I want to see Celine. I, I haven't seen her. Uh, and for RuPaul fans, uh, don't yes. despair because he's coming back. Uh, RuPaul's Yay. coming back. Drag Race Live will restart at the Flamingo on August 5th. And more says Viva Las Vegas will be at the Coliseum from the 28th of August to September 5th. And here's something for you that's interesting. Our yes. own Jonathan Corant from San Diego. I saw him on the news this morning being interviewed. He has a new album, Shadow Falls, Shadows Fall. At, he's going to be premiering that album uh, at the Summerlin Library Theater here in Las Vegas on the 27th and 28th. That's awesome. Yeah. Such a beautiful, and he's a nice Greek boy. He's a nice Greek boy. A nice Greek boy. And he and I, we argue as to who has the best Spanakopita. I know it's mine, but that's okay. But I'm sure it's yours. Boy. You know how I'm sure? How? I've never had his. <laughs> You've never I've had never mine had either. <laughs> I have to make sure. it for you. Uh, I was great. I have it in the freezer. What'd you say? I said, come on over. I have some in the freezer. Oy. Now you Now you invite me. I'll be here uh, when you come back. Yes, good. Hey, here's some news. Donny yeah. Osmond is coming back. He's going to resume his residency at Harris, but without Marie, this will be his show. She's done. She's she's probably just done. I'm done, Donny. I don't want to do any more of that because she's a sweetheart. Yeah. So she's probably just like, you know, I lost the weight. I feel good. I'm kidding. I It's grueling. It's a commitment. Yeah. You got to live here. You got all these shows. The people... I'm sure adore them and they're, you know, I'm sure they have fun on stage, but it's still, who knows? Maybe she'll make some surprise appearances. There, she's not listed at all. I wanted to see if some of the nights that, you know, maybe she's going to come back and do a few shows, but, you know, maybe that's just going to happen and nobody knows. They are brother and sister after all. Right. right? And I wonder if people are really going to pay attention to how it's built 
and not go and then have her not be there. Well, I think and be a little up in arms. I think that there are stupid people in this world, as we know, and those will be the people <laughs> because it's changed from Donnie and Marie to the Donnie Osmond show. So that is a pretty good clue that she is no longer the star of the show. For those of you who are, have any doubt at all. You know. She could still make a surprise visit, but you shouldn't expect her because her name's no longer on the billboard. Her face is no longer plastered on the building. It's done, folks. It's done, Joan. It's done. Um, <laughs> but it isn't for Judas Priest because he's going to be at Zappos Theater on October 8th. Sting is coming to the Coliseum on the 29th of October. And, uh, you know, I said we didn't need to go back. We didn't need to go as, as far as December, but it does look like uh, December will have a few artists as well. That's, this is all good. This is all good news. And, uh, you know, hopefully we continue to move forward with all this and don't have any setbacks. Yeah, hopefully not. Let's not even think about setbacks. Let's think, yeah. move forward, be be judicious and careful and, uh, you know, be careful. That's it. Just be careful. Just Stop. Be careful. Keep washing your hands, for God's sakes. D'Angelo told us last week that, you know, the incentives to come to, or I sh should say, D'Angelo told Alex and I last night that the incentives to come to Vegas are uh, are bountiful as well. And one of them is uh, the Miracle Mile shops uh, at Planet Hollywood. They have some post-pandemic digital coupons uh, and they have a chat bot that'll tell you all you need to know about a shopping experience should you want to have one. <laughs> uh, the malls are open here as well, so you can easily shop and get back into stores. And with the 100%, you know, accommodation at hotels, you can bet that uh, stores will follow the same protocol. They'll let you in. It really feels like Vegas is coming back. Now, I, I mean, it's a great thing, right? It is a great thing. It's, yes. We'll just have to see how it plays out for, you know, the rest of the year and the rest of the summer, for sure. It's great that the festivals are on track to come back in September. It feels very much in line with what we'll be doing in September in yeah. San Diego. Uh, and it and again, uh, I think the one confusion that people are having at this juncture is the mask issue. And because it is a, a bit nebulous, uh, I, and and it does seem that it's in place to just get people to loosen up maybe a bit. It's just hard to know. Yeah, it's hard. And we all, everybody has to find their comfort level. No. Yes, 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 for sure. So, uh, so that's it for Vegas. So any questions? Well, it, it's my turn to, uh, I get to turn the tables on you a little bit this week. <laughs> oh, Okay. Because yeah, we're going to do, do something we always do. We're okay. going to play a little this or that. Only this time you don't get to know the questions until oh, I tell them okay. to you. Okay. So I'm the this, I have to pick this or that. 
you have to pick this or that. And like we tell all of our guests, the two little caveats, you get one out of 10 questions, you get to choose one question. Can I, can be both. One question can be neither, okay. but you only get that choice. So once. Don't blow my wand. One both and one neither. And Blue that's it. There shall be no wand blowing here. So choose wisely, my friend. I shall. Uh, all right. Are you ready? Lay it on me. All right. Now I am going to just do a little disclaimer. This is in a normal Vegas. These questions are in a normal Vegas world, like a in the right. before times. Okay. But we are at a hundred percent. So they apply. Yes. So fly to Vegas or drive to Vegas. Ooh, that's a tough one. <laughs> there are so many what ifs. I I think driving, drive to Vegas. It wasn't okay. that bad. Yeah, that's a nice relaxing drive. All right. Is there Slots, a is there what? a is there there's not a drive home from Vegas or fly home from Vegas category? <laughs> <laughs> it is different, right? It, it's, it, it's coming as easier going is easier easier than coming home. Yeah, yeah. it is definitely. Okay, so slots or tables? Tables. Okay, okay. Then, since you said tables, blackjack or craps? Neither. Oh, okay. So what do you like to play? Now I'm curious. Well, we loved to play Let It Ride, but that's no longer available at casinos, it seems. They pulled those tables. So I'm poker would be a game that I'd be drawn to play. I haven't sat down at a poker table because it's uh, I have never done it. So, and I don't, you know, so, but poker. Hold'em is so me. fun. Yes, that looks intriguing to me. Okay. All right, sit down or buffet? Sit down. The Aria or the Cosmopolitan? Well, that's interesting you ask that because I would have totally said the Aria before getting here, but we can see the Cosmopolitan and the Aria from our window and the Cosmopolitan has wraparound balconies that I didn't know it had. Nice. So I am now like leaning towards the, yes, the Cosmopolitan. Okay, let's see. Old Vegas, as in Fremont Street, or modern Vegas? Modern Vegas. I love Fremont Street. It makes me happy. Um, okay, so would you- I just feel like I need a raincoat whenever I go down there. <laughs> I, but I tell you, the last time I was in Vegas, I um, did the, the- The skyline. The skyline, did the zip lining, and I did it from the top where it's strapped to your back. So you're, you're literally like you're flying. It was right. so much fun. They have one now. They have one now at the link, a flying. Uh, yeah, they have another a flying experience at the link, which used to be Imperial Palace. Okay. Oh, yeah. there you go. It's another zip lining adventure for me. Yes. All right. Would you rather see a Cirque show or the Rat Pack is back show? With or without the real Rat Pack. Let's say the let's say in this world we could have the real Rat Pack. The real Rat Pack, hands down. 
You too. Um, all right. I think I know the answer to this one. People watch or nature watch? People watch. I there is no better entertainment. <laughs> and that's why <laughs> Las Vegas is the entertainment capital that's of the world. Right. <laughs> it's so like, much fun. And I tell you, going to Vegas with the little one when she was there for competing in track meets and her watching people and seeing billboards. Through her eyes. It, was mama had to think quick on her feet to explain why all those women were mostly naked. Um, so. <laughs> and these are not women in shows we're talking about. These are not women in shows that we're talking <laughs> right. about. Mom, aren't they cold? Why would they dress like that? Uh -huh. I mean, she was, you know, eight. So, all right. When there's, so, when there's, yeah. Oh no, go ahead. Go no, ahead. when there's, you know, there should still be an, uh, a, a, an appropriate ratio of skin to fabric and i would say that in vegas the the skin to fabric ratio is completely out of proportion mm -hmm. like we're seeing upwards of 80 percent skin to fabric ratio here in vegas can you imagine what that looks like while you're waiting in line to register for your room at the bellagio hotel <laughs> Again, people watch or nature watch. People watch. Oh. <laughs> and they say Miami watch Beach has the best people watching. <laughs> okay, next one. Okay, so formal or casual? Casual. Casual, casual, casual. All right, Hopefully. and this last one is for my enjoyment. This is why I chose this one, broke this one. Scared. Yeah. Chippendales or Thunder Down Under? You know, Chippendales is closing, by the way. I know, but this is in, you know, this is in the before times. Okay. Okay. Well, I would have to say both. Why oh, not? Okay. I haven't used it yet. <laughs> Yay! See what happens when you don't blow your load. See? That was good. I have more to choose from because ultimately I don't want them all, but you know, both. Yes. Okay. That's a good one. Is that it? Is that was that? that the last that's one? 10. That's 10 questions. Thank you for that. It was fun. Yeah. Fun. You chose wisely, uh, my friend. Thank you. I don't, were there any surprises? I actually thought you were going to take slots over tables. Oh, well, we are playing slots, but. You know, the thing is that I just don't trust the machines. I don't, I, you know, oh, even though my brother has led us to a, uh, a little <laughs> <laughs> cluster of machines that we all seem to be doing okay on. Like we're all pretty much still at what we came with. And we played like on this, you know, cluster of machines. Nobody's really lost too much. So awesome. leave it to him, my goodness. Oh, so I did want to say one more thing, because yes. I do think now I'm starting to think my brother is a bit of a slot machine savant because, you know, he does like to he does get this feeling like he knows. So he I watched him. He doesn't even know this. I watched him 
for about 15 minutes at a machine, just winning. He cashed out, he walked away. I went to the machine and I lost $50 in that same machine. I was like, what this is so funny. I thought I had, I had it nailed. Like, okay, he's, he found it. Now I'm going to play it. But it didn't work out. He, yeah. he must, you know, he must, uh, he must be in tune with the, you know, right? The rhythm. He's in cycle with the cycle of the machine. He is. He must be. He must be. Yeah. So that is our report from Las Vegas this mid-May uh, 2021. Uh, if you enjoyed the show, please subscribe either Apple Podcasts or anywhere you get your podcasts. If you do subscribe at Apple, please give us five stars and share us with your friends. We'd love to be shared with your friends. We'd love you for that. Uh, and if you want to leave a comment or ask a question, just go to bolotta.com. That's B-O-L-L-O-T-T-A, just like it says in the word. Bolotta.com. Go to the podcast tab and leave your comment. Alex. Yes. Viva Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. I am ready. You ready? I'm You're going to come out? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I want to okay, come out. Okay, next time, the Cosmopolitan. Cool. For sure. But Disney first. Disney first. Oh, I'm so excited to even think about that as being a possibility. Yeah, yeah. We're going to make it happen. Come hell or high water. All right, everybody, make it a great day. Let's get back to life. Enjoy and engage. Yeah.